Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie here. I'm here at the HIA convention in Lexington, Kentucky, and I'm speaking to Senator Mike Gabbert from Hawaii, from the state of Hawaii. How you doing, Mike? Aloha, Coach. Oh, fantastic. Nice I'm to meet you. Oh, man, it's great. When yeah. you come into paradise. Man, I tell you, you <laughs> it's cold here. I want to go to Hawaii, that's for sure. <laughs> so... Uh, so I know nothing about what you're doing in Hawaii as far as hemp. Uh, tell okay. us, uh, tell us the story at the beginning and what's going on. Well, I chair the Agriculture Environment Committee in mm -hmm. the state senate. Okay, and got elected in 2006. Uh, I actually chaired the Energy Environment Committee for seven years and then switched over to Ag and Environment. But the hemp story is quite interesting, Coach. In 1999, uh -huh. our governor, December 14th. Declared December fourteenth as Hawaii Industrial Hemp Day. Wow! So, uh, Love it. and also in nineteen ninety nine, a three year study uh, started and privately funded on a quarter acre in Central Oahu. And the the results of the study was that the Chinese variety, the Chinese seed, was the best for our climate. And then, as government tends to do, I wasn't around at that time, but as I <laughs> followed the story. Uh, kind of went into hibernation for the next 15 years. And then uh, in 20, 2014, I actually introduced a bill that would, uh, after the, the farm bill passed at the federal level, that would allow Hawaii farmers to work with the Department of Ag uh, and or the university to, to start growing hemp. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, my colleagues <clears throat> were still uh, skeptical uh, it got referred, instead of to the Ag Committee alone, it got referred to the Ag and the Public Safety Committee because um, there were concerns about it being a, uh, that you could get high and it was yep, yep, relationship yep. to marijuana. So what the result of that was that, you know what politicians do when they are something controversial, they'll turn it into a study. So <laughs> it came up with a two-year study and, and then... Um, the study started in 2015. Actually, that was 2014. They ordered the seed. The seed came from Australia, came in just a few days, and Professor uh, Harry Ako from UH was put in charge of the two-year study. Uh, unfortunately, the DEA confiscated the seed when it came from Australia and held it for 11 months, much to our dismay. And finally, after 11 months, uh, in April of 2015, professor got the seed in the ground, had a nice official Hawaiian blessing, and everybody was kind of excited about finally resuscitating hemp in, in the islands. And then 16 weeks later, almost to the day, I got a call from the professor Ako saying, we want you to come out to the harvest. And I said, okay, well, I looked at my calendar, and I said, well, how tall are the plants? And he said, I'm not telling you. It's a secret. 
you got to come out tomorrow to the harvest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so coach, I go out there not knowing what to expect, and and there I see Professor Akko, and he's he's being overshadowed by these plants that are. The shortest one was 10 feet tall. Most of them were 12 to 14 feet tall. Wow. And he was a skeptic at the beginning. And when I went up to him and, and asked him, I said, well, what do you think? And he just, he said, you know what? We have to do this in Hawaii. And he said, the punchline was no fertilizer, no herbicide, no pesticide. We just used water. From seed to this in 16 weeks. And then he said again, we have to do this in Hawaii. So I said, all right, Draco, get your study, get the results, written them up, present it to the legislature so we can move on this. And so he did. And then in 2016 is when my next bill passed into law, which started up the five-year pilot program. Okay. And so, um, and then in 2017, I introduced another bill that kind of uh, fine-tuned the, the 2016 bill. So currently, the seed has been ordered from Jamaica. We're waiting. It should be arriving any okay. day now. And there are three contractors, uh, UH is one, uh, Dana Billings from Colorado, she's another. And then there's a farmer, Greg Smith, from the Big Island. As soon as the seed arrives, they'll plant it. And as soon as that first harvest comes out, locally, they'll have that locally acclimated seed. They'll turn it over to the Department of Agriculture. And farmers will be able to go and buy their seed from the Department of Ag, pay their $250 a year license to get their license and also two dollars per acre okay also part of the bill is that they'll have to pay 35 dollars an hour for the inspector who's going to come around and check their tac level okay and then we're good to go so i we're looking at it by the end of this year uh that farmers will be able to have their their first harvest so i'm hopeful okay but so knowing that uh what i know is uh, this is like a 90-day grossies how many grows did you think you can get out of it? Uh, we're looking at three harvests a year. Three harvests. And I've talked to my counterparts, other yeah, yeah. legislators from other states, and I, I kind of rib them. I said, and how many do you get? One. And, Coach, you know, what I've been saying from day one uh, is that what I, I, I foresee, and I hope it happens, is that this is a cottage industry for Hawaii. Yeah. And that with the Hawaii branding. Yeah. You know, our tourism is our, the engine of our economy is tourism. Yeah, yeah. And you know when those tourists come to Hawaii, they want to take something back. There and you I go. I want them to take one of these oh, Aloha, one of those Aloha hemp, shirts hemp shirts that I've got on. Uh, that, that looks great. <laughs> and or Hawaiian hemp shampoo, Hawaiian hemp granola, Hawaiian... i got to get one of those shirts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually given to me by uh, rep- State Representative Cynthia Thielen, who is... Who was on this going back to 1999? Okay, so, yeah, uh, yeah. She yeah. was very helpful over the years. Yeah. So it, we've got it done. Uh, the Hawaii Farmers Union they sent out a survey. Over 100 farmers said they are ready to put the seed in the ground. Okay. So as soon as we get the harvest going, uh, that first harvest, and get the seed out to them, so, I think Hawaii is going to be. Uh, oh yeah. Doing great. So how many acres do you have in this this year, 2017? Don't know yet. Yeah, okay. It's going to be, it's still at the the stage. Uh, we'll find all that out when they uh, when okay. the farmers apply for their licenses. But a lot of excitement out in the community, oh. and so we had our first uh, annual hemp conference in Hilo on the Big Island this mm-hmm. last a few months ago, and uh, some folks from uh, Colorado and other states came over, and and again a lot of excitement. And I think 
and, and part of it is, I think that uh, I see it as a almost an ag renaissance happening in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. The local, uh, the indigenous Hawaiians, and this is one of the things I, I see as my role as the chair of the ag committee in the Senate is to I'm trying to entice young people to get back into yeah. farming. Yeah. And so, and hemp is going to play an important part, oh, I yeah. think, of, of this. That, uh, and also as well as um, regenerative farming and, and, and doing farming the way it was done back in the old days. You know? Yeah, and yeah. The Hawaiians have a, a thing about you take care of the land, you feed the land, the yeah. land feeds you. Yeah. And so there's some amazing projects that are going on right now uh, on the western side of Oahu, which is just west of my district, uh, Ma'o uh, Certified uh, Organic Farm, 23 acres, incredible program. And what they do there is uh, young people come there, 18 to 25 years old, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, they get there before dawn. They get out there with the lights on their on their hats, and they go out and they harvest these little microgreens, you know, the multicolored oh, yeah, microgreens, yeah, 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 yeah. take them down the road, sell them to Four Seasons Hotel for an arm and a leg. And uh, the program is amazing because these students, they get $500 a month stipend, they get their tuition paid at the university or the community college, okay. and they get to take home what they grow to their families. And I talked to a couple of these students, and some of them were high school dropouts or got into drugs or whatever, and they're just saying, this program saved my life. Oh, and yeah. so what's happening with that is that UH West Oahu, which just opened its doors in 2012, is in my district, mm -hmm. and the head of the uh, sustainable ag department there is expanding that concept of those 23 acres out at Ma'o Farms to 200 acres at the university. Oh, so man, that, that, I really think that this is going to be a model for the rest of the country to follow, to yeah. see this this thing really happening. So a lot of excitement. Oh, man, that, that is really awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't wait to get out there and visit. you got to come out. Come oh, on. Man, oh, man. I mean, I know the Caribbean's nice. I mean, Coach, I've been there. You know, my, my <laughs> wife's parents, uh, they lived on... Uh, uh, in, in the Bahamas, on yeah, the Grand, in the big Abaco, Grand Abaco, and uh, Treasure Key. Yeah, we used to visit out there, and but uh, I don't know. I miss I, the mountains when I'm in the Caribbean. The mountains the, and the ocean. Oh yeah, yeah there, you, there you are. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, at least I know having a, an advocate there to there get you know. who to see and everything Absolutely. when I get there. So, um, that's on my radar. All right, right, right that's now. good. Right, I'm serious. You call, you contact me. All right, get out there. Senator, thank you very much uh, for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast and also an advocate on the IHAMP Revolution Road Show. Thank and, you for having uh, me. Aloha. Aloha. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution.